I just came back from a trip to the Holy Land with 42 pilgrims from the parish. If you ever can go to the Holy Land, I really recommend you to do it. After you pay all your students' loan, put in your bucket list. Number one, Holy Land. Number two, Medjugorje. Number three, Hawaii, but only number three. <laughs> but Holy Land and then Medjugorje. It is an amazing place. You realize the truth of Christ and the truth of Christianity. You have like what Newman calls a real ascent of many things that maybe were for a long time in your mind, they come down to your heart. Imagine to pray with the gospel of the transfiguration in the mountain of transfiguration, to read the empty tomb gospel inside the empty tomb, to read John 6 in the place where Jesus preached it. Christianity and Jesus becomes so real. And today Jesus says something that we have heard so many times, but we need to kind of make it real again and again. He says, as the Father has loved me, I have loved you. All over the place, he says, I love you. God is love. Remain in my love. And you have heard this so many times. And today, Jesus says even more. He says, you are my friends. You are my friends. So this is the goal of this gospel in John 15, to truly convince us of his love, to truly convict us of his friendship. What is beautiful of this gospel is that Jesus lays out, lays down like the reasons why he loves us. Not only he says, you are my friends, remain in my love, God is love. God so loved the world that he sent his son. God manifested his love in his son. He also gives you the reasons. There are five reasons, but I already elaborate four for the sake of brevity. Four labels that can be applied to you. Four name tags that most Christians should wear every day to remember who they are and who other people are. The four names are that you are made, forgiven, sent, sanctified. First, Jesus says, you are made. He says in the gospel today, it's not you who chose me, but I who chose you. I chose you to exist. You are my friends because I have made you. I have created you. Psalm 139 says, you formed my inmost being. And look at this image of the psalm. You knit me in my mother's womb. I am wonderfully made. Jesus says of you, I knit you together. I made you. I shaped you inside your mother's womb. And that's why you are my friend. I have chosen you to exist for a purpose. I have loved you from the beginning of your existence. 
And one of the proofs of this is your fingerprints. Just for one second, look at your fingerprints. Yeah, we look all stupid, but look at your fingerprints. Do you know that the police use them to identify people? It's one of the most effective ways to identify people for two reasons. One, because fingerprints, they persist in time. No matter what age you have, they will persist in you. They will not change. Second, they are unique. These are 0.0000000001%, maybe I missed one zero, <laughs> of someone else having your same fingerprints. Next week I need to do the biometrics for some immigration things, and I need to put my fingers in the ink. I hope there's no criminal that falls into the same category of my fingerprints. But your fingerprints are one of those many proofs of how special, how unique, irrepeatable you are in the eyes of God. Jesus says, you are my friends because you are unique. No one else has your fingerprints. No one else will ever have your fingerprints. Of the eight billion people that exist in the planet today, each has been wonderfully made by me. The second reason why Jesus calls us his friends is because he has forgiven us. He says, no one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for his friends, for one's friends. Jesus says, you are my friend because I have given my life for you on the cross. How many times you heard this? Hundreds. From your first communion till today. When I went to the Holy Land, I had this powerful experience. One, I had the blessing of spending the whole night in a church that is called the Holy Sepulchre. It's a church that has both Calvary and the tomb, the empty tomb. Do you know what is the best thing of the empty tomb? That it's empty. It's an amazing thing. But the story is, we were on, with Falukas the whole night praying there. And the next day, we went with all the pilgrims. And there's a place called Calvary that is kind of high. The church is three times as big as this one. And Calvary, you have like steps that are this tall, and you get to get up, and there there's a crucifix. I put a picture of, you cannot see because it's kind of shiny. But inside, the beneath the crucifix, there's a small altar. Inside the altar, you can go down and there's a hole. And inside the hole, you can place your hand and there is a rock where you can touch the rock where Jesus was crucified. And then all the pilgrims of our group started to go down inside that altar as that person is there. The light is shining, you cannot see it, but there's someone beneath the altar, and above the altar you see the cross. That really hit me. That moment I understood in a deeper way the forgiveness, the laying down of Jesus for each of those pilgrims. I need to confess that I started crying. I had to hide 
was so moving. So Jesus says, I am your friend. You are my friends. Because when I was on that cross, I was thinking of you. You are my friends because the person that is kneeling inside that altar is also you. And for this reason, I love you so much. The third reason Jesus gives today for his love and his friendship is because he has sent us. I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit that will remain. You are my friends because you are wonderfully made, powerfully forgiven, but also uniquely sent with a specific mission. I have made you, sent you, and appointed you to go and bear fruit, says Jesus. I'm finishing the apostolic exhortation of Pope Francis on holiness. It's really good. One of the best things of this exhortation is that it is really short. The other two are like 200 pages. I left them like halfway. This one I am almost done. You can Google it, Apostolic Exhortation on Holiness by Pope Francis. There he says the meaning of mission for those who are saints. He says, each saint is a mission planned by the Father to reflect and embody at a specific moment in history a certain aspect of the gospel. Every saint is a message with the Holy Spirit takes from the riches of Christ and gives to his people. You need to discern the mission you have received. May you come to realize what that word is, the message of Jesus that God wants to speak to the world by your life. Jesus calls you his friend because he has given you and each one of us a specific mission. You are called to reflect one line, one page of the gospel that only you can reflect. So unique you are. And for this reason, Jesus loves you so much because you, what you are called to do what you are called to be, what you are called to reflect from the gospel, no one else will do. Finally, Jesus calls you our, his friends because he sanctifies us. He says today, remain in my love. Remain in me as I remain in you. Always the dynamic of love his closeness. His friendship is so strong that he wants to indwell in us with his spirit. He wants to indwell in us with his love. In John 14, he says, in the, my father's house, there are many dwelling places. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself. And look at this. So that where I am, you also may be. Do you believe in this love of Jesus for you? He's preparing in the Father's house a room with your name, 
When you are ready, he will come to take you so that where he is, you may also be. So much he longs for you. So strong is his friendship that he comes to sanctify us day after day, prayer after prayer, communion after communion. He indwells in us. And that indwelling ends in glory. This is a promise in the Bible of glorification. His friendship will not end in this life. His friendship will be fulfilled in heaven when God will glorify you over and over again. So this week, I invite you to do this very simple homework. One, remember these four words. You are made, forgiven, sent, sanctified, and you will be glorified. So to remember this, write the words, you are my friends. When you feel down, when you feel unloved, when you feel anxious, use those words like a narrow arrow to point to heaven. Use those words to remain in his love. Use those words to allow what is in your mind to come down to your heart. You are my friends. But also, allow Jesus to whisper you those words. When someone comes to you, you should change it a little bit and you should whisper, ask Jesus to whisper you these words. He, she is my friend. You have this classmate that annoys you and is coming to you. He's my friend. She's my friend. She's created, forgiven, loved, sanctified, called to glory. You have your roommate you cannot stand. <laughs> Ask Jesus to whisper, He's my friend. She's my friend, made, forgiven, sent, sanctified. If you understand this, your joy will be complete.